Good evening, everybody. It's Ryder Carlton Holden uh, coming to you guys with yet another episode. It's been some time, I know, since I've been on here, uh, but I have gotten some wonderful news since uh, the last time I was on here. Uh, I have done uh, a DNA uh, podcast before showing you my my DNA results from Ancestry.com. And in fact, uh, I had received a second up, a an update since my uh, first uh, podcast um, a year or so ago, and I, you know, I postponed doing a second uh, podcast on it. And I'm glad I did because I've gotten yet another update on my DNA ancestry results. Some things. Uh, changed and some were just outright surprises, guys, about uh, my ancestry and uh, what where my roots are. Um, you know, as a writer, in many of my books, uh, many of them are rooted in the African American experience. But you know, as a whole, I do feel that I find it very important wherever you may be from. Your roots are your roots, and they are critical to who you are as an individual. So, uh, but. I, again, since I found out my results, you know, I've been trying to incorporate and learn a little bit more about these cultures because they represent who I am and where I come from. Uh, History is complicated. You know, people travel and people intermarry or they, you know, they they procreate without marrying. But it is what it is. And I just want to dive in, guys. Uh, to my DNA results from Ancestry.com. This is just me talking about uh, my personal experience with Ancestry.com. Some of you may choose other uh, companies to to do these types of tests, uh, but I, I just pray. To, I, I hope that you'll just see this as this is just entertainment, uh, just something that I wanted to share uh, because I, I am you know again I got some surprises on this particular update that I just recently received uh, in my email. Uh, now, my Cameroon, Congo, and Western Bantu peoples, that pretty much stayed the same. Uh, it started off way in the very beginning. I was at like 47%. Uh, but that has changed to uh, a um, 42% now. And it includes a whole lot of countries, guys. It really, really does. Um, Cameroon, Congo... Uh, Democratic Republic of the Congo, many different places. It's a wide group. Uh, the lightest ones are, like I said, uh, Cameroon and those particular countries. Uh, Nigeria, I have 24% Nigerian ancestry. So all of Nigeria was lit up on the map that ancestry provided me so that I could compare and actually pinpoint uh, where in Nigeria. Uh, my ancestors came from. And like I said, all of Nigeria was lit up uh, on that particular point. Uh, England and Northwestern Europe. I have 9% ancestry from England and Northwestern Europe, uh, which um, that included, um, let's see, let me go back here. That included, of course, England. um, Let's see, where else? A tip of France. Belgium was a big one. That lit up uh, part of Wales, the Netherlands, um, and like I think I've mentioned France, but and they also have, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Isle of Man, 
but that was included as well in a broad um, pool of, of people who were tested. But England and the UK are lit up uh, as a whole there. Uh, and like I said, England and Belgium in particular when it comes to my English and Northwestern European ancestry, which I find to be quite interesting because uh, I, I figured Holden, from the research I'd done on my own, was going to be an English name. Uh, and uh, then the Belgian part, that took me off guard. But I do I have had a, a deep interest in the Belgian culture, uh, the chocolate, the, the tennis player, um, Justine Enna. Uh, if, you, if you know anything about tennis, you know that she's from Belgium, French-speaking Belgium. And uh, so uh, I, I, you know, I have a deeper connection now, knowing that I have some DNA matches in Belgium. Um, also, guys, for my next percentage was Benin and Togo, which is in West Africa. I have seven percent, a seven percent match there. Mali, the Kingdom of Mali, as you guys know, very famous for Timbuktu. Uh, if you know uh, Mansa Musa, who uh, was, I think, even by today's standards, the richest man to have ever lived. Uh, he was from Mali. And that includes Sierra Leone. I had, had some matches in Sierra Leone and uh, Burkina Faso. Uh, so a wide pool again, but mostly Mali is lit up when it comes to that percentage. Uh, Ivory Coast and Ghana was my next percentage, 5%. Ivory Coast was mostly lit up there when I looked at the map, but Ghana has a, a sliver also uh, that I matched with. Uh, the Khoisan, Akan, and Bhuti peoples. Now, from what I learned and what I read from Ancestry, uh, Khoisan and um, the Khoisan are some of the oldest living uh, people or the oldest living original people on on on, on Earth. And so uh, I'm privileged to be related to them. And I have 3% uh, match with them. And now that area, let's see, I'll show you. Let's see if I can pull that up. Uh, where what that includes I know part of it was uh, oh yeah a big one was big one a big match that I had was in the South Sudan that lit up uh, in a, a lighter purple than the other ones now it also included Sudan uh, Uganda Wanda Burundi Tanzania uh, part of Kenya um, also equal let's see what is that Equatorial Guinea, uh, part of the Republic of the Congo, and again, part of Cameroon there. Uh, so, you know, at, if you remember earlier in the podcast, I mentioned the Cameroonian, uh, but here we're talking about the Khoisan, Akan, and Bhuti people. So two separate ones, but you can tell that people travel, people uh, cross borders. And so, um, yeah, that was another one there for me. And like I said, that also included um, Namibia, Botswana, Eswatini, and South Africa. And ironically, I have traveled to South Africa twice. Um, I've also flown over Tanzania and Kenya before. And also Ethiopia, I think. Let's see. Yeah, part of this goes over into Ethiopia as well. And I've also... I had a layover. In fact, when I was flying to South Africa, I had a layover in Ethiopia. So I find it interesting that I would, 
have visited these places. I'm, I'm, I feel I'm happy. It touches my heart that you know, without me even knowing what I was doing, I have visited the land of my ancestors. So um, that, that means a great deal. Now, this was a big one, guys. I uh, hope you're sitting down for this one. Uh, I, I do have 86% African uh, ancestry, but lo and behold, guys, I'm also Asian. I found that I have 1% Northern Philippines DNA, and that includes, I looked it up on the map, Manila and all of Northern, the Northern Philippines. So, uh, and that, that touches my heart because I'm a, you know, I, 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 I've worked with people who are Filipino. I'm a fan of uh, her. If you know her, her mother is the the, the musician. Her mother is Filipino, and so uh, I find it ironic. Uh, one time I did a, a test on Spotify, and I found that I had a lot of uh, musical choice uh, or preferences in common with her. So um, I find it interesting that you know I find that I have this Filipino ancestry. And she is, and you know that's another thing that we have in common. Who knows? That could be why we prefer certain music that we do. So, uh, yeah, I, and it, it it means a great deal to know this. Uh, I even had a student uh, who was from the Philippines, and I wish I had known this when I was teaching her. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I know now, and so uh, my next step is to find some Filipino food and to test it out. Uh, I have to go to the Philippines for sure to uh, visit the land of some of my ancestors. Uh, and it, it blows my mind that I would have this ancestry because I'm trying to think and wrap my head around how, you know, they got to uh, the United States or how they or wherever they, you know, how where my family line started uh, in the Philippines and how it ended up. In me, I don't know if the you know my Filipino uh, family traveled to Africa and intermixed, or if they actually came here and there was some uh, intermarriage or procreating between you know African Americans and Filipinos, or it could have been the Filipino and something else, maybe one of my European ancestors. Who knows? But uh, yeah, one percent Filipino guys. I had already established uh, long ago that I do I do have. Um, Native American ancestry, 1%, uh, covering most of the United States and Canada uh, by looking at the map. Um, the story in my family was that it was the, the Cherokee tribe. Uh, maybe I can do a, a Native American ancestry uh, test to find out what specific tribe or tribes I come from. Also, um, I do have 1% European Jewish ancestry. And now this this is a whole. I mean, this uh, is a wide uh, uh, breadth of, of of people uh, and countries. It includes Germany, Poland, Lithuania, Latvia, Czechia, Hungary, Croatia, Serbia, Romania, Bulgaria, Moldova, and even ironically the Ukraine. Uh, you know, with the war going on, I thought about I thought about them. And, uh, you know, to, to be, know that I'm related to um, the European Jewish there, uh, it, it touches my heart because it, you know, it, it means that, you know, I have a connection to them, my people who are going through uh, this, they're, you know, living in a war-torn country, having to flee uh, to Poland, 
you know, another place of my ancestry. Uh, Belarus also is on the on the um, the DNA map here. Um, so yeah, that that is a, a broad uh, pool of uh, people I'm related to, as far as the European Jewish Jewish side of me. Um, and again, I you know who knows exactly where my family started among those countries, but you know it's clear that they traveled throughout Eastern Europe, and I do share uh, DNA with them. Uh, also, uh, this is a new one for me, Sweden and Denmark, guys. Now, originally, they, they told me that I had the Norwegian. Uh, and now when I looked at the map here, uh, parts of Denmark and Sweden, especially Sweden, lit up on my DNA map. But it also seems to overlap with Norway. And so, um, you know, Holden, from what I found out, is a Norwegian name. Now, again, it... it who knows? It could have started in Sweden or Denmark. I, I, you know, that's something I may have to look into. But I have, uh, from my own research, found Norwegian Holdens. In fact, years ago, before I even took a DNA test, I found uh, a gentleman who had immigrated from Norway to the United States. And I think he lived in like Montana or South Dakota, somewhere like that in the Midwest, uh, where it wasn't really populated that heavily, you know, at the time, I'm sure. Uh, and, uh, but he, he was from Norway and his name was Holden. So, you know, where my family name came from is a mystery. You know, I, I had looked it up. It's also, uh, you know, an English name. Um, uh, so it, you know, it could, who knows, but it, it, the important thing is I do have Swedish and Danish, uh, ancestry and other, ironic thing is that I've always been, again, fascinated with Scandinavia, Vikings, uh, the Danish language. I at one time tried to learn Danish. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, so, you know, I, I do like, I'd like the Volvo from Sweden, you know, uh, and I do, like I said, I like the Scandinavian language, the writing of it, you know, how they have certain special, um, letters, uh, and sounds it reminds me of German. You know, if you know me, if you've been following me, you know that I speak German and, uh, the languages are certainly related. Uh, so yeah, that's, and the last one now, uh, this is kind of, this is a change because it's, it's, it, originally, uh, I did have Irish ancestry that they had on my, my profile and then it disappeared and went to Scottish and now it's back to Irish, uh, 1%, uh, which includes um, Northern and Northern Ireland and mainland Ireland. Uh, even, uh, what is that? Yeah, so that's it, guys. I mean, I have, I feel so enriched to have learned this. Again, 42% Cameroonian, Congo, and Western Bantu. Nigerian, 24% England and North, Northwestern Europe, uh, which also included the tip of France. I don't think I mentioned that. Uh, I, I love French. I've been improving my French over time. You know, even, you know, yeah, I, I like to read in it. I like to just practice it a lot. And so, yeah, that was 9% uh, as far as the English and Northwestern European. Benin and Togo, 7%. Mali, 5%. Ivory Coast and Ghana, 5%. Khoisan, Akai, and Mbuti peoples. 3%, Northern Filipino, 
northern Philippines, rather, 1%. Indigenous Americas, that is north, that is Native American, 1%. European Jewish, 1%. Sweden and Denmark, 1%. And lastly, Ireland, 1%. So, um, yeah, that's my experience, guys. Again, like I said, this is my second update. In other words, my third uh, DNA uh, summary from Ancestry.com, and I'm enjoying this. I look forward to more updates because it it could update some more, and I would I you know I'm expecting that because as more people get tested, they can be they can make my results come out more accurately, uh, and so yeah, that's it for me, guys. Just wanted to chime in, let you guys know uh, what I found out about my ancestry. I'm going to dive in and incorporate some more of this into uh, my life, the culture, whether it's food or clothing. Um, you know, I, 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 I make a, a habit of trying to, you know, when I found out about the Scottish, who I thought was Scottish, I actually bought, went out and bought the ghillie shirt. You know, that's a shirt that has the opening. It, it closes with like a shoe shoestrings. Uh, and it's meant to kind of show off the chest, even though I wear a T-shirt with it. And so uh, even with my Native American, when I found out about that, I went out and I bought me some driving moccasins. You know, so I got to do some more stuff. I've, you know, I've bought me some more African-American attire, the kente and things of that nature, just to feel more connected uh, to my culture, my roots. Um, and uh, I think it's it's so important for us to know uh, about our roots, where we come from, uh, because we all have a rich heritage, uh, whoever we are, uh, just as human beings, uh, we have a rich heritage. Uh, and it's, it's, I think, you know, with ancestry, what makes this special is that you find out the ones who are closest in your DNA line. And it gives you a reference point for living your life. And I know if anything makes me feel more enriched, uh, more knowledgeable, then I'm grateful for that. I, I, you know, I'm so grateful to have found this out, uh, and I'm amazed at uh, my rich uh, DNA uh, heredity. But yeah, guys, that's all from from that point. Uh, as always, thank you for listening, for uh, purchasing my books. Uh, you guys, you may know that I put out a new audio book. Uh, Trust Issues, a short collection, a, a collection of short stories uh, that goes along with my paperback and Kindle versions of the book. Uh, so that makes my third audio book, uh, along with The Pumper, uh, which is about uh, illegal butt injections, butt jobs, uh, the black market butt jobs, and also Sub, A Brief Guide to Staying Above Water in the Classroom, uh, which gives tips to substitute teachers. I have some more uh, audiobooks in the works. These two more should be out uh, this year, uh, Soot, and also um, my book, Stand Up on a Leash, which is about a stand-up comedian and he, him getting involved in uh, the underworld of dogfighting. Yeah, you guys, you have a wonderful rest of your evening. Uh, wherever you are in the world, thank you so much for your support. I'm over 40 countries now where I have people uh, downloading my podcast, and I, I am grateful uh, beyond words. Um, I will see you guys on my next episode. I love you all. I'll keep you in my prayers. Bye-bye.